1: No podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. I
2: have Eddie Murphy levels of security. <laughs>
1: remember, Eddie Murphy's house was one of the, um, one of the first houses that i saw that on a star tour oh or like when i came here to visit to go to school and uh and they were like uh yeah my mom was like we gotta take the van that shows you where all the famous people yeah life. and um and eddie murphy was one of the houses and denzel was in that same neighborhood and Shaq. now look were those their actual houses yeah you think absolutely does the van come by your
0: house
2: yeah, oh yeah <laughs> they want to see me, John Crier. <laughs> do you ever go you out? Live together? Do you
0: ever go out and say yes. hi to the people?
2: Oh yeah, but most of them, they look at me. I start waving to them, and they look at me uh, peculiarly because they're they're quietly uh, picking up the garbage, and then the truck goes away. And I was like, There's the tour
0: group. It looks a lot like the recycling <laughs> yeah. guy. Well, you know th- that that's just how they hide. You know, so so you feel more comfortable. I feel like they have
2: multiple homes. Shaq usually lives in Florida, and then when the when the the seasons on, he's always in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, doing uh, the greatest. Uh, He and
1: Barkley and I uh, think so, arguably. Yeah, it's amazing. Maybe and and Ernie. Why do you? What do you think? It is so great because they are so loose and don't like. They know that what they're talking about is like going to be pretty much the same shit every night, just different. Right. Insert different players and different stats. I think it's because well people like Barkley have
2: real insights Yeah. and mm-hmm. he is truly hilarious. He is. Ernie's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And he really uh he he knows his shit and then I think Shaq brings a whole other sort of like he's like your the fun brother who shows up at a party and uh and he obviously he has good insights but uh but I think he he's so game for anything that I think it, it all works. No one's taking it too seriously which is I yeah. think how sports should be, and why I think that's why ESPN, when they started, had such success because it was fun. Do you feel mm-hmm. that athletes? Because
1: you you haven't hosted the ESPYS, right? But you've been, I have. hosted. Have. Thanks for the research. Yeah. You're doing a great yeah. job <laughs> in this podcast. Just... Crack I team. Saw you-
0: well, it, I figured you, know you had, but I... One yeah. day... When was it? I'll just pull up my uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> no, I mean, you, yes, you did Three the SBS, and maybe one day you'll do the White House Correspondence Dinner, yep. but, that, but that's Sometime. not going to happen. That's not, yeah. that, that'll know. never, never happen. Never Wait, happened.
1: tell me about <laughs> the clip I saw from the SBS. I think he doesn't even know. <laughs> Are you Joan
0: Cryer? <laughs> I think...
2: I think he actually he believes you're...
0: Oh well, uh, well we do no, play. I know you did the. I we, think that was a big deal. We do play a game called uh <laughs> what what called What Would Adam Believe? Where I oh. say four yeah. things. My folks split when I was nine, and thanks for bringing that up. And uh, you brought it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Agree. Disagree. And uh, that's why you wear a hat. You'll never. Some...
2: <laughs> because when they broke up, you did wear a hat, and then you said, "From now on."
1: That's right. His hat. <laughs> some kid on the playground who knew my, um, his. Mom was friends with my mom, and so he told me. This, this is what I told Brad, which prompted the game. The kid told me, "He goes, 'Hey, I heard your parents got back together at recess.'" And I was like, "Holy shit!" Well, fucking, thanks for the great news. Wow! And then I went home. Mom, and she was like, "No, nah. no." But
2: and that kid turned out to be Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> Who would have he's, thought? He's Who would aged. Have thought he did. He's
0: aged poorly. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Uh, he's a very funny man. Is he? Is is he also in your neighborhood? Yeah, I don't know. Is it? Is it who just, are the people living? Is in Is it just neighborhood? you and John Cryer? Not to quote one of my they favorite just, Sesame Street songs.
2: Yeah, it's just me, John Cryer, Grover, <laughs> <laughs> Snuffleupagus. Nice. And, there you go, uh, Snuffleupagus. Yeah. We no. We bought up uh, John Cryer and I are both shut in, so we bought mm. up all the homes <laughs> in our neighborhood, and no one can use them. That yeah, no, would be great if there
1: was just a bunch of um, celebrities that did that. You know, like. Like that. Well, that's island. what Brad
2: Pitt did in you know in his neighborhood where he bought all the
0: houses in it. Yeah, I mean, I mean just oh, well, but also he has twenty seven children.
2: Yeah, that's true. He's probably out of room. <laughs> so, he's got. I think he's got a house just for motorcycles.
0: Have you met Brad Pitt?
2: No. You?
1: No. Uh, I know people that have, and they say it was very pleasant. Yeah, I see him at the Brad conventions. That's yeah. Good. Wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I met Angelina Jolie one time, and she seemed nice. There you go. Were there people you guys reached out to for the soup that did uh, respond or didn't, that you that surprised you to be on? There
2: are some that uh, way back when, uh, when I was just like, man, just see if Taylor Swift will come on. Mm-hmm. It, almost with all those, when we ask some crazy big name just to see if it would happen, it's been zero. But with Taylor Swift, uh, as we had been kind of making fun of all her songs. Yes. uh about how she's had horrible relationships and she was 19 at the, that point. But uh, her people said she was she uh, can't come on as if she'd ever been planning. Uh, mm. <laughs> but they were like, but we would like to offer tickets to your staff to come see her at the Staples Center. And I was like, geez, she did not have to do that. Wow. And now uh, she will be forever in the uh, you know positive column in my life. But other people <laughs> are, we, we obviously way less people never even respond. <laughs>
1: Now, because yeah, she could have gone the alternate route, she could have been like "fuck you" and "fuck KP,"
2: or just never. Well, they would would know our names; they would just never respond. Well, maybe
1: yeah. she did the research. No, zero response is usually yeah. how it goes. Gotcha. Yeah, uh,
0: are there are there any celebrities? And now, especially that you're doing the show, the Joel McHale show, starring with with Joel McHale, with Joel McHale, Joel uh, Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> okay. I was ho- yeah, I was hoping I got that right. Uh, right. Were, were, are there any celebrities that are off limits for you?
2: Uh well
0: no I mean there's people
2: I don't want to have on uh, some of them are jailed uh, sure sure but Robert Blake I'm not, not a I, fan I don't think there's a world where the Kardashians will get permission to come on the show they won't have you asked Uh, we should uh, I mean because well they're part of the old show yes. old network I was on so I don't think they're
1: going to be big fans of that that'd be great though it'd it be would great, be great it would be great if one of them just broke away. The same way that a you, rogue Kardashian, you, could, sa- yes, you, same way you that- could get Rob. Let's face it, you could get
2: Rob. Uh, hey, if Rob wants to come on. Is he listening? Sure. He's gotta how many? Be. Huge huge how fans. many uh, listeners do you have besides More your, than the Kardashian your, your immediate
0: family. four <laughs> Kardashians? Four, four, uh, four, four out of the twenty-seven. Four Kardashians
1: is worth like sixty thousand people. Yeah, the babies probably have a big Instagram following so far. What yeah. do you think about celebrities naming their babies really crazy names?
2: Uh, I think it's crazy. Um I think that forever when I mean, you grew up with kids in your school that mm-hmm. they had the hippie name. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, that's I know a guy, he's my age. And the first, when I met him years ago I was like, I'm Joel and he was like, I'm Arrow. And I went, What? <laughs> and he goes, Hippie Parents. And he just and I was like, Oh, okay. Cool.
0: Well and
2: Rain Wilson had hippie parents, right? Yeah. He must have, right? Yes. But Rain seems pretty reasonable Adjusted. after you've been here for yeah. many years like yeah people call, are called Rain yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
0: seems like that actually probably is mean, a name because I, I know two Reigns uh, yeah. uh, Rain Wilson and Rain Pryor so there's two Rains. Hmm. so that's that's. but yeah Arrow
1: I, I know Rain well <laughs> a girl I went to high school with uh, did porn for a little bit and her name uh-huh. was, her name was Rain from Seattle that was the first that was her given name no, her name is, uh, her real name is Emily. And I All don't right, think, there I'm, we go. I don't think. <laughs> see,
0: that's not, that
1: doesn't You can't count. go with
0: porn names. You're like, no, we're going really with people
1: that were named hippie <laughs> oh, <gotcha>. names. Okay. <laughs> and not porn names. I did think it was funny that she chose Rain names. and she's from Seattle. Like that had to play into it, right? Um, it seems like She's it. like weather oriented. It's Well, hot. see,
2: it's great. Better than, I don't know, Moss?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Or, like, being from Phoenix and your name being Salmon? dry. Paul Salmon. Allen?
1: Salmon would be a terrible <laughs> name. for. Yeah, Paul
2: Allen as a porn name.
1: Yeah. I just saw Paul Allen, by the way, at the Blazers game, and I saw him sitting sideline texting, and I look at my dad, I go, what do you think he's texting right now? Like, what do you think that guy... And then he, your dad was like, did you hear your mom and I are getting back together?
2: <laughs> Probably talking uh, about that. Wow. Probably texting your mom. That, that, oh,
1: yeah, man. that's he was texting Paul Allen. Callbacks that make you cry. <laughs> See? Callbacks that still hurt. Did uh, the Blazers win? Uh, last week, the Blazers Rockets game. I was up there, and my dad lives in Oregon, so. You like the new uniforms? All red? I like basketball in the Northwest. That's a, no, that's a real political answer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. Okay. Yeah. You hear like- that, Oregon? You hear that Paul Allen and Rob Kardashian, two of our top <laughs> Adam list. hates your uniforms. Uh, how – I just watched the video of you uh, raising the 12th man flag, and that is a right. personal goal of mine. Uh, and I'm sure Brad well, – that was, was dur-
2: a- that was during the ESPYs.
1: Was it really? No. Wow. Wow. <laughs> No. Uh that's another callback. What's yeah. a bigger what's a bigger highlight? Meeting Tony Ventrella while doing Oof. that? Because I grew up on Tony Ventrella. I grew up on Steve Poole. I grew up on you.
2: Yeah, we grew up uh a relative you're much younger than me, but uh we, you would
1: not tell by looking uh side by side. That's true. Yeah, yeah you look, you you look, look, great. You look fantastic. I don't I'll know if it's Neutrogena. It. It's Neutrogena. <laughs> neugenics.
2: Speaking of neugenics, uh, Are you gonna be that old guy with the twelve pack? Uh, yo, yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna be the weird guy at the gym.
1: People love that guy
2: with the old head. That guy inspires the old head. Uh, well, you know, the old head, but then they got that HGH body. That doesn't
0: oh, make yeah. any sense. Yeah. That can't last for very long. <laughs> no and, and then <laughs> they, a
1: six-month. And, and, yeah, then, and then they
0: show videos of, like, the 85-year-old guy with 12-pack abs, like, smashing multiple boards uh, yeah. doing karate. I'm like, I don't know if I want my old people doing that. It's like, 90's the new 80. You're like, oh, yeah. boy. they're No, it's like 90's the new 50.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because HGH will reverse it for a while. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then I think then it all then you turn into a gargoyle and you <laughs> flap away. Where did you grow up again? Mercer Island, Mercer right? Island, yeah. Washington. For the thousands, thousands, hundreds of thousands. Listening to this, fuck yeah, baby. Uh, her, em, em, Emily, Katie, Katie, is that true? Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't think you can see Katie's face. She just did this.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah, whatever you want. Uh, Mercer Island, Washington, which a lot of people. It's a go, nice part. Oh, of was it fun growing up mm-hmm. on an island? And I was like, yes, but the longest highway in the world—excuse yeah. me, in America—goes right through it. Yeah, so uh, it wasn't like it was a, a quaint uh, mm-hmm. uh, town. It's it a it nice was.
1: part of the town, though. There's, I mean,
2: yeah, it's very affluent now. Yeah. Thank you. My parents did well. <laughs> no, my parents bought their home for a hundred grand. Shut the fuck. up. Last year, from a drug dealer. <laughs> He was like, "Hold this oh. while I'm in prison." No, <laughs> Hollywood connections back in 1980.
1: Wow, that okay. was a smart move.
2: Well, it wasn't like they thought. Gotcha. They they what they it they, was not what it is now. Their friends lived there, and they're like, eh, we could live there. I mean, they could have lived in Bellevue or uh, some other Everett suburb. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Kirkland, Juanita. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but it was the houses were cheap.
1: Did you like growing up there? Yeah, it was great. I loved it.
2: And Where'd then, you go to high
1: school? Mercer Island High School. My step uncle wasn't a security guard when you were there, was he? Rod? Yes, he was. Rod. Yeah, Rod was great. <laughs> He's the one that broke the news to me about <laughs> your parents.
2: The, oh kid, the kid. We had the no. Ungiving. Uh, we had no security guard
1: when I was there. Gotcha. Wow. That and was isn't that that's crazy. Like, yeah, we we patrolled ourselves. That is crazy, actually. <laughs> I mean, there was there just no no. And I remember going fights?
2: back. Oh yeah, there was fights, but uh, but then I remember going back and going like, what's the... Uh, what, this guy in uniform, what happened? And they're like, what are you talking about? It's Rod, the security guards. Adam, <laughs> <laughs> Adam Ray's step on it. And I was like, oh, uh, no, I. it was the era before that. Fights would break out, but I don't know. Kids I would just like, r- resolve them? <laughs> the, Either they, or mm-hmm. like I, everyone would step in. They, whether you were a janitor or the principal or a music teacher. Kids were the refs. It was like street ball. Well, no, they would be like, cut this out unless they had money on them.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then you... uh you... you get in the fights? Yeah. <sighs> the last... Th- I never Nobody had... fights a tall guy, right? Oh, I think that. Oh, ends. I do it all the time. See? But e- 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 everybody. Just, f- just for being tall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I would be pissed. Yeah,
0: yeah right? <laughs> Take out some knees.
2: Well, the, the, they're not expecting it. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, but uh, no, like the last time I took a swing at someone... I mean, other than my family,
0: sure, um, <laughs> or KP Anderson or KP, which is daily.
2: Uh, no, I would. Um, was I think in eighth grade I had a fight with Dave Martin. is that You never uh, forget. But then I had a fight in uh, college. Yeah, strangely, I, I skipped mm-hmm. high school. University of Washington, but that was at on the football field. So oh shit, there was with hundreds. a teammate. And then I, well, I guess I. Was very rough with this uh, while during basketball practice on the mm-hmm. on the high school team where I I swept through and made sure my elbow connected with somebody's jaw. So and that that was the end of the fight. So you were the. it so wasn't really the, a fight. It was just yeah. kind of like uh, this guy's really bothering me. And now I'm going to sweep the, my hand through. And
0: <laughs> you were the Bill Lambeer of your team.
2: I would take that as a compliment. Yeah, no, I was the guy they would throw in to go like they would. The coach wouldn't say it, but he would be like, get him. And he wouldn't have me injure them on purpose, but he would be, you go in there and do the thing that you do with your spaz and throw yourself around. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it wasn't nice. Now you, I don't. I'm not proud of it. Yeah. Uh, you play. Let's get him on the phone, Dave Martin <laughs> I, Dave Martin. I uh, so my Still Dave with him? Uh, My dad has coffee with his dad a couple times a That's A week he, on Mercer Island. It's very close, uh, and it's just like he lives in Seattle. I hear, and he looks bad. just to like see Apparently, how he's. he's doing? I think he works for Nordstrom.
0: Wow. I mean, are you ever going to go corporate? there and shop at Nordstrom just to like be like, hey, I,
2: I don't think you know he's in the corporate office, so oh, okay. he's not there.
0: Uh, <laughs> No, he was no. We we
2: you know it's one of those things when you're young you kind of resolve that stuff and then yeah. you become better friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, on the the new show, the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale streaming right now on Netflix. Yeah, new, new episodes every twelve or five a.m. Uh, I feel one like of my the on guy that Sundays, played Sunday's, Sunday, Sundays This 12 5 guy or 5 that played Mankini yeah. on the Soup who is now One Piece man. Yes, he is one of my best friends from grade school, from Catholic school, from fifth grade, and okay. we had a fight in sixth or seventh grade, and uh, but now we you know we were. Thick as thieves. After that, for years, is
0: that is that the man who uh, uh, Paul Feig put his head in between his yes. butt cheeks? Yes, <laughs> you've and got Paul one said, of the most. I'm
2: going to go boil my face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have one of the most decorated comedy directors putting his head between a man's butt cheeks. Yeah, are you uh, are you proud of that, Joel McHale?
2: Uh, we try to find things to <laughs> try to find butt cheeks to put paul's face into we'll be like hey there's an award-winning <laughs> celebrated comedy of the last 10 years uh, why don't we have with last week he was looking at uh uh, uh, uh vintage rotoscopes yeah. as opposed to the new ones sure he uh, he was into vin- uh, erotica on rotoscopes he's like <laughs> this one you can see her skirt and it shows her ankle hubba
1: hubba that was a great bit uh he's very funny do people know that um he he came to you and kp yeah yeah bring the show back i don't know if people know it
2: and they probably won't know it after this podcast but uh (laughs) rob kardashian will rob (laughs) rob is picking up his car keys and gathering his sunglasses so we can drive
0: down yeah and one of adam parents one of adam's parents will know oh yes yeah
1: You know what, this is like, hopefully this is like a rule of Beetlejuice, where if you joke about it enough, it actually happens. I think we've passed the three, so it's not happening. Sorry.
0: Your parents should be
2: showing, they should be appearing. Is that your mom? No, uh... That's way too young. <laughs> that is my wife. Oh, hi. We're doing a, a Beetlejuice bit about how his parents might be getting back together. If we talk about it enough, and I said, they need to appear, and is then comedy you fun. In. yeah. Yes,
0: so that wasn't, a, that wasn't a you look old, honey.
2: No, that was Adam Ray's mom is younger than him. <laughs> hey, don't talk that way about
1: pudding. My mom's name is Puddin'. Your mom's name is Puddin'? Yeah. Mm-hmm. she a boxer? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, an old. She fights in the Jewish community league. Oh, in Edmonds, Washington. <laughs>
0: it's not. Fi- it's not physical fights. It's just a fight of who can complain more. Yeah, I feel sure. like
2: that's a stereotype
1: and it's anti-Semitic.
0: It is. Yeah, <laughs>
1: okay. I stand. I, I stand by it. Yeah, fuck you, Brad. You got to get bar mitzvah just to prove that you're not. <laughs>
0: yeah, were you bar mitzvah? Uh, no. I, 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 was I like not. how you have to
1: think about it. Well, because uh, there, there uh, were you know. several... It
0: definitely... Um, there were several dwarf ceremonies that you might think were bar mitzvahs. Like? I mean, there's the tree ceremony. What? You don't know about this? Uh, clearly, I don't. <laughs> you um, don't know about the famous tree ceremony? No. Do you know about the famous tree ceremony? I mean, I've heard rumors. Every, every dwarf has a tree, of course. <laughs> right? Was this part of your vows? <laughs> was this in the wedding? Well, but... Sh- no, but... In case of the divorce, I do get the tree. It's by law. She cannot. She cannot touch the tree. That's funny. Yeah. What's the tree ceremony? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you as I make it up. Uh, the <laughs> the tree. A- the tree ceremony is when a young dwarf lad uh, yes. com- uh, comes of age and now he has the power to grant wishes. How old is uh, a dwarf thirteen? Lad? Right. Uh, no six because uh, <laughs> the ages are doubled in dwarf years. <laughs> oh. That makes I mean, sense Yes Because yeah. so, you know, you know we're, We don't live as long It's kind of sad Really? Yeah I'm 34 Which means uh, How long does this podcast last? <laughs> Jesus I don't know So your wife gets the money Yeah Exactly But not the tree Okay yeah. The tree's in your name yeah. The tree will be that, that, Buried You'll be buried <laughs> With it? In it? I'm buried in the tree <laughs> Or
2: they, use, they tie your body to the tree And burn it? And they set the tree on fire Viking funeral style <laughs> Okay Yeah That means your wife Will have to jump on top of it Sure yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: Maybe she can build a house in the trees, Swiss Family Robinson style.
0: I mean, that's kind While of the goal. While it's burning. <laughs> that, <laughs> that way I kind of live forever. Mm. In in hearts and minds. really not live as long? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go another five years. So, Joel, when Paul came to you and said, <laughs> so here's bad. what I want to <laughs> no, do. No, we're fine, Joel. You're, you'll live a very You're long time. Yeah,
1: very, he's going to have a very long time. When yeah, Paul he knows the secret to longevity. said. Yeah. yeah, when Paul so cast a it, spell on myself,
2: was he bar mitzvah? Paul ba- <laughs> <laughs> he said no, but he's not
1: Jewish. Wait, wait. So did you know Paul prior to all this? Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, Through just f- from him being a fan of the show, crazy, and mm-hmm. then him at he he would tweet about the show, and I'm like, Paul Figg's tweeting about the show. So then we asked him to come on years ago. Yeah. So then he kind of was a mascot. In a weird way, because except
1: that he was just a world famous director of yeah. very successful movies. Sure. Uh, and then, would he hint at When he would come to the show, be like, "Man, I just I love it. I hope this never end. like." Would he say? Yeah, he would
2: say how much he likes the show. And he'd be like, yeah, "It's Paul Feig. Huh. This is yeah. gonna
1: be. This is great." Yeah. And
2: uh, and we didn't. Then when the show stopped, then two years later, Paul was out. Uh, walking his dog in a three-piece suit so he's
0: casual <laughs> his dog was only wearing a vest underdressed
2: yes, <laughs> yes. vastly underdressed. um paul's spats were white as could be um and then he ran into kp and they started talking about it i had kp and i had thrown it around like what do you think what do you want to do right because like
1: why would you not want to to me it seems like the most fun job of all time mm. and it's very fun. Yeah. Uh it really is and but then But when it ends do you almost as there are feeling too of like, all right, well things are just everything ends at some point, so that should we should just like let that go or like how many days after are you like, Fuck, we should figure out a way to keep doing it?
2: I uh that boy that was off my mind for like a year. Okay. Uh I didn't think I I kind of was thought, I'll go I'll do it at some point. But mm. I didn't know when that was yeah. and then the CBS show started. Yeah. So that took up a lot of time and I was doing other things and then but I was always like, eh, I should probably try and do that because I wanted, I I liked doing it very much, and I liked sure. the people, and and then uh, I believe me, I can't believe how lucky I am that someone that Netflix was like, fine, we'll give you a shot, and so uh, that worked out great, and uh, so that I don't, we didn't really have a time
0: frame. Gotcha.
2: Uh, but then it, yeah, the, the CBS show yeah. was canceled, and so
0: it worked out great. Thanks, thanks for bringing that up, Adam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was there any? I brought up the CBS show. Oh, okay, was... and just like he brought up his parents' divorce. <laughs> was there any hesitation at all when uh, KP calls you and says, "Hey, Paul Feig wants to do the show"? Was there any part of your brain that was like, "No, no"? No, no, I, but, but we had been chatting about it, but Paul mm-hmm. really was
2: like, we need to do this now, and... it's uh, <laughs> a good Paul. Uh, hey, I... And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and we're Paul. like... Yeah it, be, like, like yeah, yeah, it would uh, be great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope put might in the butt yeah. cheeks, okay,
1: yeah.
2: I'm uh, deviant. He uh, <laughs> said that in the show last week. <laughs> it's almost uh, a Jeff Goldblum. It's very similar, It's close. Uh, but he... Yeah, so he, we then started putting the pitches together. Mm -hmm. And that's when we we didn't pitch to any networks. So uh, it was just all streaming. I guess we pitched to, there was a couple of news companies that wanted to hear it. Really? We thought that was interesting. But we kind of thought it might probably not fit, but it wasn't like we weren't going to not tell them. Yeah. Well,
0: because
1: you could be edgy on E, but I mean, being able to curse and kind of like do isn't is there an extra level of like looseness
2: there's no rules that's
1: amazing Uh,
2: we were gonna call this one of the names of the show was Joel McHale's weekly dump (laughs) <laughs> Which they were kind of like, can we call it something else that's not a shit?
0: And now, and now that's a bit in and the show. And now it's a
2: bit in the show because Paul <laughs> loved that bit. And every time you said Joel McHale's Weekly Dump, he would burst out laughing. <laughs> so he'd be, in the, he'd be like, ah, I just love that sort of humor and I would like to do it more. Yeah. Uh, but it, that, yeah, so that was the working title. And then there was a few other. They were like, can we just
1: move, move away from scatological things how involved are you with the uh, research of the shows and stuff do people yeah obviously have a team that is watching everything they're watching bringing... right now and yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. doing my job but so they, I uh, are they presenting you stuff Or like we you will pick? have a, the second
2: I leave here I will zip over there and we will have a clip meeting and that's we will... awesome yeah, well it's gather we're trying to gather things I mean, it's difficult because everything
1: gets viewed, but we're trying yeah. to gather things that aren't as viewed and then we gather you things. You do it brilliantly. Everything I see I'm like I am like I even if I've seen that show, there's certain moments that you just like miss. Like, yeah. You some you're good at like finding you know, not just getting the really popular like everybody saw this, but like, what about that moment that happened maybe five minutes after In that? The, or sure. the, uh... the
2: Japanese
0: movie called Tag. <laughs> No, like everyone was decapitated. I mean, you say that, but <laughs> your but your staff found a Japanese show of people thinking that they're going to die <laughs> yeah. by yeah. the bottom of an elevator falling out, which is just yeah. insane yeah. that
2: that exists. There's another clip from that show that went very viral. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was, and that was strangely, they only were doing it to women, making them think that they were going yeah. to die in an elevator, and then putting the guy in a and box put the guy in the guy corner, in the box laughing,
1: he he he.
2: It is funny. Uh, But this other one was more elaborate uh, where a guy went in for a job interview and there's a group of guys interviewing him and then just sniper bullets start coming in and everybody gets shot and he drops to the ground and he's trying and he's trying to make it to the exit. But shots are still coming in and then people are trying to help him. They start firing back. They get shot and he is crying. He is crying and screaming and weeping and believing he's going to die. And there's his wife in the corner just cackling away. And so we decided we didn't show that because it it had made headlines. Sure, because you don't want to use the
0: clips that are already. No, We don't want to use.
2: We don't want to use old. Unless we find something old that nobody has seen, then we'll show it. But for the most part, we want to find stuff that's happening now. And that's why we go into things like South African. Uh, soap operas and we're <laughs> yes. showing we're showing a uh, Argentinian talk show this week. Finally. Uh, I know you're always <laughs> like what's going to happen and that that's one where a woman is uh, swinging a uh, uh, vacuum around in circles and hits a guy and she falls
1: over during the chat time, which is really, it warmed my heart. You see these clips and it's a, a brilliant move too to incorporate that in the show because A, Netflix is so international. Yeah. It's wait, like, it, yeah. right? Well, that was probably... We want to expand yeah. the audience. But also, possible. when I see these clips, I'm like, how is that not already so famous? Like yeah. that clip you just explained like... I think it's because there's so much out there. Yeah. yeah. And there's so much
2: that we... To choose from There's especially j- in yeah. foreign languages that mm-hmm. nobody knows and who would have thought in Afrikan language kids are called cunts and <laughs> they say it all the time on that television show and it's bonkers and that and that's
0: a joke that you couldn't do on e that now you can do on netflix you absolutely yeah. and
2: it's i'm sure the people when they're watching if they're watching in south africa they're like what's the big problem <laughs> i got four cunts and uh, I don't know, so we we don't know yet whether you know whether like if we show a couple of Japanese game shows whether mm-hmm. Japan's going like well we're all on board now let's <laughs> let's watch this Joel McKay show yes. we don't know uh, we like to think we uh, but uh, uh, but we're kind of just throwing the net wide and hopefully people yeah. we know it does well in the. English-speaking countries, which makes sense because the humor is very
1: Mm -hmm. uh, specific to America and, you know, culture like that. So how uh, many... Australian culture. When you go back to The Office right now, how many uh, clips or shows will they present you with that you'll kind of minority report style like be like that one, that one like
2: Yeah, and then there's a pool with three bald women in it telling us <laughs> God, <where laughs> Netflix has where so much the, money. Where the next clip is coming from. <laughs> that bald head. And pool then I'll be leaning in money. and then she'll grab me <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I gotta get her out of here. Hide
1: behind the balloons in the mall. And uh, <laughs> You remember that movie really well. Yeah, that's why. Why? <laughs> because was because the bald
0: woman told him <laughs> to remember it.
2: Yeah, yeah. What was her name? M-O-E. Oh jeez. Rain. Abigail. No, she was also in The Sweet and Lowdown with uh, the, the Woody Allen movie. With Oh, uh, yeah. Jesus.
0: With, uh, if, if, if only we had devices in our pockets. <laughs> yes, if only they were right there. Well, Sean
2: Penn, it was a great movie. Yes. Uh, Emily Mortimer. Yep. Mortimer? She was all, yeah, she was. But then in that movie was, what's his name? Who I can never remember his name, the Irish actor, the lead. Colin Farrell. Yes, I never can remember his name, but I don't know why. You want to say Firth? But then he got clean. Mm-hmm. And, and Sober. Yes and yeah. Anyway, that's my. Do story. people have to say the <laughs> clean Colin Firth? So how about that crazy story from last week? What? What was that one? So they were being stalked, or they accused someone of stalking them. But she had had the his wife had had an affair with the stalker. Shut up! But Colin then the,
1: Firth is getting cheated
2: on. Yeah, but then the they then Colin Firth was like, "Yeah, this happened in the past, mm-hmm. but now this guy is bothering us." And then the guy bothering them was like, "I'm not a stalker." You, talk, you I, I sent her a text message, and it sounds very horrifying. No. Yeah, he's like, I'm not a stalker at all. And he was like, we were texting each other.
0: And oh, like, so oh. he's almost saying so, like yeah, he's, he's like, stalking he's like, because like, it's almost denying that an affair is still going on? Well, I think no, the affair was over, weird.
2: but he's going like. He's a he, different guy. Yeah. No, it's the same guy, oh. but he said, if you, th- he is now pissed that mm-hmm. he's like, my behavior was not that of a stalker.
0: Wow, and you just you just don't see that happen. you just don't imagine that happening to a guy like Colin Firth maybe, no. maybe it's the accent I don't know maybe well a lot he's... of people have that accent <laughs> you're probably right and like an entire
2: country from worth an entire country has that accent well I would say that Great Britain even though there's a lot of dialects Brad you gotta get outside the tree more often uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna agree to disagree Joel that uh no i mean that's not an argument i'm right you're wrong
0: a lot of people in great britain have british accents. you know what that you, this must what they mean by the hollywood bubble you just don't get out you just you, you do things. things yes this is, we're telling you right yeah now. that's he we're yeah i i not i in the bubble you're i feel dumb. i'm the voice of real america joel and uh huh, I, I, that I think, does
2: not believe other people than Colin Firth have British accents. I think
0: that what you a great place to live in your mind. I think that maybe just Jason this,
2: Statham, and that's it.
0: You're just this Hollywood elite where you live in your own world. I get it. So now you flipped it because we
2: thought you were talking about yourself, not realizing there was more than one person with a British accent. I'm
1: gonna show you Mary Poppins tonight, mm-hmm. and blow your mind. Is that your housekeeper? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm going to yes-am that bit.
0: <laughs> there you go. It's
1: very That's expensive. right.
2: With a lady and the sound of music.
0: Uh, Speaking of improv, look, Joel McHale. I think we've
2: got uh, Katie is letting us know that we have to take a commercial break right now. <laughs> <laughs> this break brought to you by the Seattle Mariners. Nice. Get your season tickets <laughs> Get now. Get your season mm-hmm. tickets now. Spring is here. Please,
1: come to the game. Ichiro's back. Ichiro's so come to- back. That should just be the slogan. Yeah. yeah. Ichiro's back, and as good as he was when he started. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Japanese men don't age.
2: Well, if you watch him, I mean, you watched it. Yeah, He stretches endlessly.
1: Yes. That's why I think he actually could probably play for another decade. Yes. He's going to have to play a majority of the season, too, because...
0: uh, uh, Ichiro's back is a lot better than their original slogan, which which, which was the Seattle Mariners. Somebody's got to lose to the Angels. Uh, Right?
2: Well, unless it's the early 2000s, where the Angels lost every game to us. Eh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes but then the Aran- when did the angels win the well are you yes are you an anaheim fan or a los angeles fan
0: uh i was born and raised in orange county so i'm an angels fan and then my dad listened to vince scully on the radio almost every day so i'm also a dodger fan I'm but he was an extra angels in angels no are you a yeah. christopher lloyd the los angeles
2: <laughs> angels of anaheim fan oh uh which i'm a is great question the I'm, dumbest name of all time yeah, oh at, the stupidest absolutely especially that Actually, really that really brought in the Los Angeles
0: fans. Yeah, right? they just went there in droves from Echo Park. Uh, no, there was, and it's, it's the dumbest thing ever when you're watching a game and the scores in the upper left-hand corner and the abbreviation for the Angels is just La, like L A A. That's just that's bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Did the owner? Does the owner still think it's a brilliant move? <laughs> I hope not. Uh, but yeah, I was a California Angels fan. What was wrong with that? nothing nothing and then they wanted to have Los Angeles people
2: it just the more vague you make teams Mm -hmm. the less I think people want to pay attention I mean they wanted
0: to call it Earth's Angels but that was already covered in a song you should fire yourself (laughs) you should go put yourself in comedy jail around
2: the corner for a bit Earth's Angels (laughs) this is your comedy partner (laughs) you married this guy
0: (laughs) you're the one always saying you gotta get married
2: Joel what? Yes. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that after a joke like that, <laughs> you have they to can't together. rethink everything.
0: <laughs> Earth's angels. Uh wait, I stand by that. You do? Oh yeah. Why? I thought I thought it was good. Oof. I will die I will Does die on that. think hell? that
2: was good. Oh, your wife loves you. I know. Tonight she'll be like, don't worry, that was a great joke. <laughs> Everyone loved it.
1: And when the thirty-five people <laughs> who hear this podcast agree with what what you think, do you consult your wife for comedy advice or anyone in your family? You've sometimes sometimes. you tell me stories of your kids saying really funny shit.
2: Uh, well, I will. So I've done when I do uh, get like one-off gigs or corporate gigs. Yeah. I hire uh, the they're the two head writers of uh, the Joel McHale show. with Joel McHale on Netflix dropping every Sunday at 12.05. which is unbelievable,
1: by the way. And I'm so glad it's unbelievable. That. No one can it is. understand it. There's,
2: you're not gonna see anything like Earth's Angels. So, <laughs> I guarantee it's it. way now, about, you're right.
0: Nothing that good. Uh, exactly.
2: But we know like I will read, like we'll have a like a, a opening monologue for some something that I'm doing. Uh and uh Boyden Brad and I will have kind of written it, and then when I read it to Sarah, if she finds it totally unfunny, mm-hmm. then we know it's good. <laughs> really? <laughs> she'll just be like, ugh. Once in a while she'll laugh and then we'll get worried. <laughs> you're concerned because we're like oh no she really liked it what are we going to do rewrite the whole thing I guess and uh, so
1: yeah she's very tough critic but that's good uh, how early do you find that out in the relationship that that that's a good gauge for your your comedy stylings oh two weeks (laughs) (laughs) she was never I've dated before her
2: uh, Mm -hmm. I dated people that laughed at everything I said uh, which made me uncomfortable yeah Mm -hmm. and then I would test it out I would be. I would say something like, "Hey, do you love clarinets?" And then just <laughs> ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought this is odd. It's not right. It's no, not. Mm-hmm. It's. I feel like a weird twilight zone where you <laughs> yeah. think you're in heaven, you're actually in hell. And they're like, "Everything you say is funny. <laughs> this is what you always wanted to be, right?" No it will
1: take you seriously. Yeah. So,
2: uh, so then with her, she would. Yeah. If I get her, I get very happy. If I if I make her actually truly laugh, then it's great. And what about your kids? They don't. They, can't they rarely joke. laugh at anything I do. I mean, really? I know this is the typical mm-hmm. uh, dad response. You no, know, the typical like comedian, like their family doesn't laugh at them. Uh, but it's true, and I like it because when I get them to laugh, if they're not Sometimes. laughing at the jokes, then I just tackle them and tickle them, and then,
1: <laughs> and then they're I laughing,
2: like and then they're like this is cheating.
1: <laughs> what did you say? You have this bit about what your son said to uh, one of the writers on your show at a Super Bowl party about oh right does that uh, happen a lot you don't have to do the bit but just the, those exchanges happen all a lot, where, the time yeah uh yes uh I'll does that time. make you proud that there's a little snarky comedic mild? uh
2: yeah no i mean i it's that i have this phrase <laughs> at home when someone says well you're gonna have to do this or this or something like if you have a choice about something and i my joke is always like i can do whatever i want uh, it's not a great joke but now the kids <laughs> all say it. It's no earth angel. When you're like can you go feed? Yeah, it's no earth angel. It, but it's like I like go go feed the dogs and then be like, well, uh, but that's when I was unemployed. Eddie would be like, "Why don't you feed them? You don't have a job." And um uh, like, all right. And then Touche, child. Right. Uh, but then but then was like Eddie well, something like Eddie we're going do you want to go to the movie? He's like, "It doesn't matter. I can do whatever I want." And uh, and I was like, "Oh, this is what's happened." Mm-hmm. That that's I, awesome. Yes. And if I go, if I said, do you want to wear the white shirt or the blue shirt? And and then he'll point to the white. If I said, do you want to wear the white shirt? He'll be like, racist. <laughs> Which is how I, That's whenever amazing. someone Wait, says white is, or something, yeah. I always just go, mm, racism. <laughs> Which is a throwback way back to Ricky Gervais in, in the first season of The Office where he was saying that all the time. He was like, mm, racist. So, uh, so yes, I've created monsters, and mm-hmm. I I hope
1: they stayed up prison. Ricky, Ger- Ricky Gervais, one of the other uh, four people, Brad, from with an accent. Really?
0: really? Yeah. Yeah. Is he is he from this mythical island you guys talk about? Narnia. It, yeah, he's yeah, from yeah, Narnia. Everyone has the same accent.
1: Yeah, it's Colin Firth, <laughs> Jason Statham, Angela Lansbury. Yeah, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, Angela Lansbury. She's all American. That, they- it's weird. <laughs> Do you do a lot of things for their schools? Like, are you, like, the cool, funny dad that... I, I bet you get asked to do, like, will you host the talent no, show? No, I used mm-hmm.
2: to. But there's lots of really... I mean, it's a private school. Thank you. <laughs> I can afford it. But there are a lot... Like, uh, Tom Lennon is... Mm. Uh, he, he, a student there. Yeah, he's a student. He's <laughs> very behind. His son goes there, and he he hosted the gala this year. And, oh, cool. Uh, it was really funny. Now, is that... He was, he's truly like it was he's remarkable i wish i could show you a video
1: is there any it's very specific school jokes yeah. you'd be like right. i don't understand great, why yeah. they're but it's all for the parents
2: uh yes okay, i yeah. mean we he did put in this joke about they have this new green space at the school and the school is right at franklin and uh highland right, right in that church that yeah. has mm-hmm. the the aids ribbon on it and as you know it's it's every movie poster in the world is there yeah Mm -hmm. so you bring your kids to school and in their playground they can stare at the purge poster (laughs) the entire and it's it's the size of a building and then this most recent one he pointed out was the third 50 shades of gray movie (laughs) that says oh don't forget the climax yeah and you know your kids are all playing like Kids don't forget that and I don't know how you couldn't forget it since you're seeing it every 4 seconds.
0: Yeah.
1: So uh Those, that was a very funny. Very funny. Thing. Is it uh is it that like is that a thing that that people obviously parents are looking for things to improve the school and like make it better for their kids but is that something that people have brought up that you've heard like
0: we need to get these climax posters out of their vision. Is this how you think the parenting parents oldest. talk? Yeah. yeah. Well they're, well, they're not from this mythical island of Colin Firth that you guys no, keep talking that's a about. Whole, this is
2: a whole other parent voice that <laughs> okay. Adam has worked out.
1: Look, it's a character I'm workshopping on most podcasts. Uh,
2: there have been like... <laughs> a, called I Hollywood think Parents. On the, called Hollywood Parents. There you go. I mean, I think on... His uh, name's Gary Parent. Uh, you're, right? He's great. Uh, <laughs> but I think on the Purge poster, there were complaints, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think there's been complaints about when it's ever too explicit. Which, uh, yeah, when you think about it, when you're driving by, they're like, "Oh, look at that man in a bloody apron with a Gatling gun <laughs> mowing down people wearing masks." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I mean, my my kids will be like, "Do you want to see the Purge, Dad?" And I'm like, "It's working. It's gonna work." Oh shit.
0: Now, uh, you've done like you've also done a lot of uh, acting and dramas. Like that's true. And re- recently, you were in the X Files. Yep. You did fantastic. Now, was yeah, that it was small. But the the, other, cool. the Two years ago was a little bit bigger, but uh, it was believe me, I mm-hmm. would do
2: one word. I would do anything to be on that show. Is that just because you're a huge fan of that?
0: No. No? Just don't like it?
2: I just, <laughs> I just love do going to Vancouver because <laughs> they get codeine, codeine in their Tylenol. You just buy it over the counter. Yeah. No, I was a massive uh, X-Files fan. And it's one of the things, before my wife and I were married, We uh, that was the show we watched together. Oh, okay. And so then when Chris Carter made the offer, yeah. I did a Lucy sketch with my cell phone when my agent was like, I don't know, is this something you feel like doing? And I was like, I'm already in Vancouver. Uh, during this <laughs> phone call, I have flown to Vancouver and I'm waiting. Uh, I love the show and I mm-hmm. really like Chris Carter and I really like uh, Duchovny and Miss Jillian Anderson. And so, uh, so I'm yeah, I can't like when I walked on stage, I was just, I, I was like, hey, uh, Mulder, Scully, <laughs> said your names out loud. I get very excited. Do you guys yeah. like the
1: clarinet? Yeah, <laughs> I was asking him about some
2: specific clarinet uh, specific episodes. He's, and then uh, the was like, "Oh, you're a fan, huh?" I'm like, "Yes, that's why I'm yes, here I'm doing one fan. line. And I didn't then, okay. think this was some sort of. Uh, I didn't think this was the <laughs> rebooting of Sliders uh, <laughs> with the terrific Jerry O'Connell. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you do you prefer drama or comedy, or do you just lo- love working in both? Great I approach. like money. <laughs> uh, the Immortal right. Words of Dax is Shepard Is dramatic money better than comedy money? No,
1: it's all the same yeah.
2: Well, I guess stand-up money is better than dramatic money It yeah. depends mm-hmm. on what's happening uh, but, uh,
1: but do you enjoy the prep like versus, uh, well, first of all, doing a show uh, like the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale streaming Netflix, Sundays 12.05 AM. AM
0: Yeah, Don't make that
1: mistake By the way, yeah. I love that uh, How does that get decided on when it comes I have out? No
2: clue Okay, uh, They just told us and we went, sounds good yeah, okay. We don't know why I think it's because, maybe it's because they release a lot of shows at 12.05 on Friday night. Yeah. And so they wait 24 hours to release the glorified weatherman comedy show.
1: (laughs) I love it. Uh, Sunday at that time, it's a great time. I had a radio show at USC that was Sunday nights from 12 to 2 a.m. Got canceled after six weeks because I would not screen the calls that would come in and people would curse a lot. But I feel like that's a great time slot. But did it do well when it was on? Yeah. It was the only comedy show and that's why I did it because they only had radio station You uh, went to USC. Yeah. Are you out of debt? I just paid off my loans about a year ago. And I graduated in 05. Yeah. In 05. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Sally I mean, May. I Sally got May, uh, I had the financial aid uh, and then a couple years uh, of help and then a lot of loans, man. I can't imagine though going now. You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, I don't think people could imagine me going back to school. <laughs> that would be a great <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield yeah. callback. But yeah. <laughs> No, I think at any, I, I mean, I remember when I went to college, people were like, can you believe what you have to pay? Right. I remember hearing, oh, NYU is $40,000 a year. Jesus. And, that's, and that was back then. And, and they were like, that's how much it costs you to live in New York. And I was like, that seems impossible. Only kings and queens can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, it's hundred grand a year when you add it all up or something like close to that. Uh huh. That seems
0: and, ridiculous. And, and you have and kids people do not So deserve Is that why no. you like never say no to anything? Uh oh yeah, I take everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I look up I'm here. Uh, <laughs> uh we, we don't pay Joel. Oh <laughs> uh,
2: but this Danny Trejo
0: coffee. Do you want another one?
2: one? Another coffee? Yeah, there's another one in there. How many do you have? Three. It was Katie gonna get that? Or is she going to continue with buying more Jaws movie paraphernalia? <laughs> she she is wearing Next a Jaws Katie. shirt, and the case on her phone is Jaws. Please do not get the milk that's in the large jug, <laughs> because that is spoiled, but con- continues, continues to, to exist in the fridge.
1: Is there another one there?
2: Damn it.
0: Why were you trying to poison oh. people? Well, I mean, it would make you stay longer. I like this, this no uh...
2: <laughs> about last night poster you got here I guess there's not you guys look coffee. pissed oh <laughs> thanks a lot
1: sorry <laughs> he's got order one wow hopes
0: up. from
2: Danny Trejo's hey. Donut coffee and donuts first time order from it yeah uh, the coffee was good pretty good right did you get it at at the corner of Santa Monica and La Brea
1: I think that's where it comes from
2: yeah. or Highland yeah you drove all the way down
0: no I postmated it boom he's doing very well
2: yeah you can afford that extra. I mean, look at all your movie posters around.
1: Thanks, man. Now, this stays up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. What an egomaniac. Trust <laughs> me. Trust me. There are times when I lock eyes with Brad in compromising situations. Yeah. Where I should not be Where you're on your uh, well-placed
2: <laughs> Stairmaster over there. <laughs> so you can just look at him. Look, we all <laughs> So
1: I can look at the old Russian man swimming laps at 8 a.m. <laughs> Do you ever swim out there? Um, that's a personal question. I'd like to move on. Yeah, in the summertime. What about? Is there a jacuzzi? No. And that's trust a- me, that has been a complaint of mine since I moved in. Hmm. Where's the jacuzzi? Can't have pool toys in there either. Why? Because of the hazard, the danger. I guess. I There's dare no you. lifeguard. I dare you to try it. That's oh, I have. Even when they've, even when my they have said, Polish landlord said, no pool toys, i am not good an accent. Go, no pool toys <laughs> in the pool. And I go, no pool toys <laughs> in the pool. Yeah. And I said, what, come on. And my buddies were down from Seattle. We bought these pool chairs from Target. We had some beers. They were like, man, we are loving life on vacation away from our families. And then she comes up, no pool toys in the pool. And I was like, well, come on. Like we're, we're not going to drown. And she goes, you can't do it. I go, what would you tell kids with pool toys? no pool toys in the pool. I go, great. So I put them up on my little patio there and then I get a text from her saying, the owner of the building was here and saw your pool toys and said, if you can't have them in the pool, why are they on the patio? To which I said, they're therapy chairs and then no text back. Therapy chairs for yeah.
2: some sort of physical ailment. Sure. Dude, that's in. So they were even like, I see your pool toys. I'm not in the pool, but we see them. Yeah. So what's going on? <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you have a pool in your it's apartment? It's like saying we don't, we don't have any pot, but yeah. you
2: have these huge bongs out. Well, what are they for? Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. water fights. Yeah. I don't know. All right, can you have a
1: can you have a squirt gun in the pool? I mean, I ain't looking to find out. There's one sign out there that says no diarrhea in the pool. Man, yeah, that's a really that, good.
0: I don't think you need a sign.
1: <laughs> don't need it. I
0: think that I, I think that should I think be in this
1: day and age. It's an assumed. Yeah, she didn't say that
0: though. No toys. <laughs> No diarrhea <laughs> Only solid chunks <laughs> Only number one Very Hey how many people Recognize you from Almost Live down here Very few Really <laughs> Zero almost Really <laughs> I may, uh,
2: It's Oh yeah I mean I guess 18 years ago Maybe it happened Once or twice I know you
1: did theater At University of Washington Thank you but Yes yeah. I did mm-hmm. What was your favorite play That you did there Or musical Or monologue
2: Uh boy Oh, it's all over I don't know. Uh there was a show called Polaroid Stories I enjoyed very yeah. much. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh good
1: program at the UW, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. It was very good then. I don't I think it's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh I'll always l lo- I always love Shakespeare stuff. Oh really? Yeah. I wow. always love that stuff. And wow. people go, Oh well look at you. <laughs> Mr Snowdy. It does make you seem yeah, yeah like smarter and more uh, It seems like that. Yeah. No, I endlessly liked reading it and
1: uh wow and doing it you ever think about trying to go to london and like it at like the globe theater or well
2: uh, there since there's only two people with the accents and <laughs> they pretty much get all the rules
0: you guys tell me four but i don't, I don't believe yeah it.
2: yeah uh i i believe if in some other world or life i mm-hmm. could i would love to do it but you should figure that out but they maybe, maybe i'll do um maybe i'll do this week's uh joel McHale show with joel McHale. Sunday, 12 5. And I am a pentameter. Maybe that. They may, I'll just do it in rhyming verse. Just watch the I think viewership. That, I think that'd be a fantastic episode. You yeah.
0: hold a skull the whole time. Yeah. It'll be, be a
1: stock market after they announce the <laughs> sanctions. How how, uh, how much of Almost Live prepped you for when you moved? to? And for people who don't know, who didn't grow up in Seattle, it was the greatest thing in where we lived. Because Is there was, any...
0: If people are... We have a lot of listeners in Seattle. You do? Yeah. Okay. Because he's from there, so, you know, he gets... Hello, Yelm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome. Hello, it, Index.
0: No one's ever said that.
2: <laughs> really? No one's ever said, hello, Yelm. No. Hump tulips. Wow.
1: Did you go to the Piot Fair? Uh, Auburn. When
0: there?
2: Yeah, uh, when I kept growing up in Catholic school, they had a special day where they would just take you down there, and they were like, go for it. That's it was awesome. great.
1: Yeah. It was so I loved it. The P.L. I mean, fair, just think of any giant fair, but it's I mean kind of famous in the country because I mean I saw Hootie and the Blowfish there, yeah, when they were
2: big. Well, that's not necessarily something <laughs> you want to brag about, but congrats, yeah, they were there. Especially for the, so you know you being big. a Seattle kid, being like <laughs> there's so many bands to
1: choose yeah, I saw from. Pearl Jam there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, nobody <laughs> believes you. Uh, All right, it was Third Eye Blind. Okay, great.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yep. When it was popular, now you have to pay for that. Yeah, <laughs> that was just a random nice tooting.
0: <laughs> thought, uh, I thought this was going to be that. for free. Now I have to buy a damn song. See?
2: It's, good. it's only thirty five grand. <laughs> you uh, have to pay Steven you,
0: Jenkins. I love that PL Fair yeah.
2: because well, it's as people don't know this, as young people don't know, but there used to be regional fairs everywhere when yeah. they would mm-hmm. bring in when far, when it would be the harvest time when yeah. everyone was having a great time, and now it's just turned into uh, meth. You know, a meth, <laughs> meth a roller coaster. Fuck city, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I still have a Duran Duran mirror from there.
1: Oh my god. You could win a Duran. that you Duran. won from what game? Uh, tossing the ring on the bottle no cap. it
2: was one of those guys who had to guess my weight mm. and he was, oh no no i remember the guess my weight, and i was like that could probably get he's like guess my birthday i was like you'll never guess that <laughs> time for a duran duran <laughs> i love that you kept it oh yeah nice good and then i remember is it i remember the uh there was hats you could win that had a rambo uh patch on it fair for the then yes, this is but when rambo ahead. came out people, sure there are some there are some young people going like what is he talking about <laughs> but the patch would always lift off like the patch wasn't well put on and mm-hmm. below that patch it said mash
0: when <laughs> mash was popular, you had a mash
2: like, patch <laughs> yeah so no well it was the rambo
1: patch um, mash
2: yeah. was printed on it
1: but. yeah is there a guy whose job it is to collect f- fair prizes
2: or make them yes there's a a thriving if you go to like Dave and Buster's yes
1: or Funplex remember that in Seattle oh yeah
2: the uh, Seattle Funplex
1: I still have a laminated photo of Magic Johnson and Montel Jordan thumbs upping (laughs) together like E.T. style like they're touching their thumbs at the Funplex? Yeah, man. It was behind the wall. It was like, do you want a boombox for 90,000 oh. tickets? Joel just made yeah. a face like, why didn't
2: you lead with that I right when you I meant sat down? They had made an appearance there, which I would say was <laughs> that's impossible. They cut the
1: ribbon at the opening of yeah, Funplex. They would,
2: I remember when it closed, I was like, oh. Yeah,
1: no, it was Kendall Gill and Steve Poole. Those are the yeah, celebrities that opened him. Funplex. They could probably get Sean Kemp to do it now. I love Kemp. Yes. How's he doing? Good. I, saw I did this uh, podcast with Rappaport at the Triple Door, and Kemp was on it. It was great. How big is he? Huge. He's not not uh, fat wise, but he's. I met he's him. Slendered down. Oh, he's back down. Yeah. Okay. He even was talking about trying to maybe play and said he was playing and I was like, I mean, I don't know. I hope that happens.
2: I mean, it would be great. Yeah. like in his, like, but his big three, league. his knees will explode. Big, yeah. Yeah, I think at this point you can't. No, I mean, it's hard to. I mean. Did he ever come on
1: almost live? I know Rick no. Rose did and. uh Niehaus
2: did right yeah yeah was that unbelievable that was pretty good and they were very funny in the
0: sketch
1: yeah you seattle folks uh you'll bet they know two of the greatest commentators of
0: all time yeah knee house died how many years ago like three or four yeah Yeah. can you find any almost live stuff on youtube i think almost live still plays on king every saturday
2: Really? If go on King Five's okay. ske- uh, schedule. Well, the is upon us,
0: and a oh, you out there this is John
1: Keyser. This must be fascinating.
0: Oh, thank you, John. What do you have for us? I'll tell
1: us oh, all well, about know, this. Barbie
2: yeah. is the most popular doll in the
1: world. Barbie, not it's Harvey.
2: I was so nervous models this year, including U District Barbie.
1: Ah. U District is like Silver Lake. It it's like, like the hipster part of town.
2: No, U District is rough. Back
1: then? Oh, okay. U
2: District was no oh, fun. And it oh. continues now, yeah. to have oh, problems, yes. I hear. Now it, uh, it comes with tattoos, uh-huh. a defiant attitude, and 10 piercings. 10 piercings? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't screw that up. You know, Joel, I only count seven here, actually. Uh, you're going to have to trust me on this one, John. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that worked. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm always constantly judging myself. It's the great. <laughs> Our beautiful Christmas carols. Why not give them this fabulous CD? It's a Kent Christmas. Kent the, is the. Uh, Kent would be, be the. Trash. The. Uh, it would be considered the white trash part of town. Yeah. It In fact. Then. That just a mm-hmm. Magical, John.
1: Magical, yeah. That's a good way to put it, Joel. So you're super nervous for that.
2: Oh well, because I'm super dyslexic. Let's see, uh, dyslexic. So I'm trying to think. Um. Done. If I can find almost live on the. Uh, on the schedule. Mm-hmm. There's the 11 p.m. news, but then it doesn't give you the. Uh, 12 a.m. Oh, there it is. It is. It is on at 12 a.m.
0: And then, and are these repeats or these brand new casts? Uh, no, it's been off the air for 18 years. <laughs> okay, I don't. <laughs> not from the <that> area. <laughs> Grew up uh, rooting for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, so I'm not familiar. <laughs> uh, no, you grew up rooting for the California Angels, <laughs> and then they changed the name of the team
2: twice. Go uh, Wally Joiner! No, they still they still run it. They obviously don't pay any of us. But mm-hmm. uh, what was great about Almost Live for me is that yes. they took me under their wing, and John Keister, and Bill Stainton, and Nancy Guppy, and Pat Cashman, and uh, Tracy. They all of them took me, and Steve, uh, Steve I'm saying all their names: Steve Wilson. Um, Tracy Conway and they all took I I became like their mascot and because I was an intern and they oh no shit I contributed in writing and they were and so they hired me uh, which was such a I became the luckiest person
1: on the planet at that point was that the goal when you were working there you were like eventually hopefully I can be funny enough in office situations and pitch ideas that maybe they'll they'll hire me yeah
2: Uh, I thought oh if this if they I mean I didn't think they were going to offer me a job but I thought if I can Get some sketch stuff out of this. Maybe that will help. Uh, and then um, it allowed me to screw up on live tele or close to live television. And I got all my – and I, I was still nervous when I, you know, was doing anything live. But I was – it really was this great place to screw up for a long time. And they didn't – and they were very nice about it. Hmm. Uh, so um, I, then then I got here. And I was like, I've been on this show, and no one really knew what <laughs> it yet, was. But yes, yeah. so,
1: I mean, that experience, right? It's invaluable because you just being on set and shooting that much, all that just stuff. getting comfortable yeah. and building confidence, and also yeah. the show was a big hit, like it was a huge you're chance, famous yeah. in Seattle, right? I yeah, mean, like I don't know about now. I mean, they're all we're all old now. But, but I mean, uh, like how it is for you? now, like how can you equate the fame like at that time? Because yeah, I, I would mean, say it was for me watching in high school. It was like, and I've told you this before, like to see people that you know aren't you know famous in beirut but like are huge in where you are and doing really funny shit and knowing yeah. it's a big deal like that makes you go oh cool like that yes yeah. like this is it's inspiring and makes you feel like you can it's not shannon Kringen, you know what i'm saying on public access right
2: wow
0: yeah come on man whatever happened to her I don't know, but you and you Brooks, have no idea we're talking. Shannon no bringing
1: let me for the viewers. Public access, everybody knows what that is. There was a sounds time, like
0: sounds like a disease, but close there
1: was to a shingles. time there was
2: no rules on public access. Yes,
1: and you could show anything, anything. And Brody Stevens uh, and Tana, I don't remember his right. Remember Tana and Brody? They had a show. Jeez, no. no okay. I mean, I didn't
2: watch a ton of it, gotcha. but I always
1: I remember hear. I remember hearing about her. almost live was notches up from but shannon kringen? shannon kringen you guys actually did it's so funny you and brooks Macbeth did this sketch where it was uh two uh white guys acting super hardcore uh like thugs and they're in their basement and then yeah. the mom keeps calling in and on the front of it it was a public access show but on the the opening sequence it said like you just watched shannon kringen yeah and coming up next is these guys that's she right. was a um performance artist performance artist who would be nude yeah she yeah. would paint herself it was might have been the first boobs i saw
2: yeah, <laughs> Whenever, I'm, wonder if she's they, alive. There literally
0: were no rules then.
2: There were no rules. Wow. And there was always people going like, you can't show this. And they're like, mm-hmm. it's public access. We can do whatever we want. Wow. But that almost live footage of me ultimately helped me get my first commercial agent. To uh, then move down here? To move down here. They still didn't, but as I learned very quickly, if people don't know that you've ever done anything, they don't care. Agents yeah. will barely acknowledge you as a human being, mm-hmm. let alone meet with you. But then I had this tape from that show, and I had no other credits and uh, at all. Z- zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had done a small turn on The Fugitive <laughs> with uh, the CBS's Fugitive, short-lived. The but, TV um, show, not the movie. Uh, with Tim. Oh, what's his name? From uh, Diner. Uh, really good. D- Tim Daly. Very okay. nice man. Uh, but... Uh, but there was nothing and then the guy was I literally the agent said after taking a weekend i was like so what'd you think he was like well it's not a hell no so <laughs> so we'll sign you and that's how so i you know even though uh i worked very hard and almost just he when you get here nobody really cares unless yeah. unless you're doing currently doing something
0: wow and then what very like weird. what
1: were your first gigs that you got here yeah well how was the move first of all like that was oh yeah, yeah. you and i mean wife and kids already no kids okay. back then we bought them later uh <laughs> no we i've that's dra- a big move right to to i mean just to come down here for anybody yeah
2: it was either new york or here yeah and eventually i was kind of like we shouldn't go to new york because all i really want to try right now is movies and tv i mean but then that's not a really great argument because people break out of there too but they eventually all move here yeah and then they all complain about not living in New York. And then 25 years later, I'm like, you should just move back to New York because you've been, you now live here forever. Uh, but uh, like people telling
1: you not to like, dude, are oh, you fucking almost faint? Like, like,
2: no, because I quit almost live pretty much to go to graduate school. Gotcha. So I could become an actor and <laughs> where? Uh, at the University of Washington. Nice. Uh, so that's where I did all that Shakespeare gotcha. and stuff like that. And um, so do people know that you're classically trained like this. I don't know if it's classical, but I'm trained. Uh, uh, <laughs> it wasn't like, it wasn't classical Shakespeare training. It right. was, we learned this kind of Japanese form of acting and Shakespeare was incorporated all throughout it. I don't, so I don't really know. But you went to
1: grad school, school for three years. Yeah, Three years. Yeah. yeah.
2: Three years of my, yeah I'm, and then I'm, Ashton I'm Kutcher didn't that. do that. No, but he has way more money and is much more successful. <laughs> and the ranch was picked up for like another season. So, so. we're just hoping to get out of our first year. Will. Uh, but uh, no, I, my poor wife, I told her when we were married, when we were about to get married, I was like, you must agree to move to another city because mm-hmm. I'm not going to stay in Good Seattle. Good for you. Yeah, you, you have and, to do that, right? And she was like, all right. And then I said, give me five years to da- try. Down here. Me. Yeah, I was like, if you give me five years to get established. If it doesn't work out, I will go back to uh I, I will happily go or unhappily go back to Seattle and uh what? try to get another internship on a radio program so oh, wow. uh so that was kind of the 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 deal and How? then I started booking
0: commercials were uh, your parents uh supportive for the whole thing or were they telling you to stay in Seattle were they together? Oh,
2: no, my parents—they were—they yeah, were together. Uh, He's they kept telling me all these crazy stories about Adam's parents. And like, Did you hear about Adam's parents? Let me guess, Dad—they're back together. No, they're remarried to each other. Uh, I was like, okay, can we stop all this. Um, but uh, uh, but so so I dragged her down here and said, "Give me five years." Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and I had an, AI. was, you know, you hustle to get an, a- you, everyone thinks if I can just get an agent yes. and then you realize, mm-hmm. oh, that's the, first they're, not as, they're not as, they're not as, they can do a few things, but you really have to do it yourself. Yeah. So and how, that, how that you- sounds like a horrible insult to all agents because there are many of them that are very effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is, there is no agent that it goes like. I've got the guy, he's gonna be the new Han Solo. Uh, it's because I signed with him last week and now I can put him in that spot. It doesn't happen like
1: that. So how, how did you create your own hustle? What did you do to create your own opportunities? And-
2: when, I, I, well, I was very lucky in that I had a very, uh, uh guy named, this guy named Sandy Smolin who was, uh, is married to pamela reed who is one of the best actors you will ever see and if you look her up right now you go oh her yeah she's been in a thousand things right. mm-hmm. and uh he was a television director and he would always take pity on me and go do you want to you want to be this on this guest star this uh for i'm do-, he's like i'm doing this diagnosis murder you want to be on that And i'm like mm-hmm. of course i will do anything uh and uh so he put me in a bunch of stuff and then i got very lucky and I uh, booked a small guest star on. You pa- recognize Pamela?
1: Yep. Oh yeah, uh, kindergarten,
2: kindergarten cop. cop. There yep. you go. But she's got like drama. Desks yeah, I mean yeah, awards. She's she's, she's, on everything. she's right now. She's like queen of Seattle theater because she moved back up there. Fuck yeah. Because she's a, she's from there, mm-hmm. and so she does stuff at the rep and. Uh, at the act, and she's she she's also a cool life by the way to be to kill yeah. the Seattle theater. I remember seeing her act, and I was like, "Oh crap, that's how good the actors are down there." I'm doing I have this to be Japanese Shakespeare. Yeah, thing. I have to be really good to <laughs> yeah. be. At, and then you, re, I realize she's exceptional on a level that is hard to ever get near. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, good, I can be a." I'm, 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 you know, quarter there, so we're fine. Uh, but uh, no, I, I got very lucky and lied to get onto Will and Grace. I the audition was for people that were over six seven, and I'm six four, and so I went out and bought some heeled boots. <laughs> Can you I give me the store that the...
0: has these heeled boots? <laughs> the Skechers Outlet might, Store in Van Nuys. I might need them. I got a trip to Six Flags coming up. <laughs> You'll be fine. I need... You say that. There's four coasters I can't get on. I have a season pass.
1: Uh, Well, I, I still have the boots. All oh, right. I got rid of them. Can you carry the him in a baby bitch. Bjorn into the
2: park? Uh, I don't think there's a rule against babies in boots uh, in a is. Bjorn, which is <laughs> one of my favorite songs. Uh, no, but then uh, they, I, I... So I got on that show with no mm-hmm. agent. and ah, uh, You still have the boots? No. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I burned those long ago. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, okay. so but you they straight up hustled I mean like you, I oh yeah, I like, lied uh, to get into that audition. Yeah. I just stood up very straight <laughs> and uh, then the strangely now I have become fr- i now know Eric McCormick and Sean yeah, he was on Hayes, the show and I've known Joe them McHale for show, years McHale. now and they were always really cool and so uh, but but that that I didn't then I got an agent out of that uh, oh, and then that agent dropped me a year later saying that I was not famous enough to be in on his designing agency. women. Oh, Ooh. uh, he was like, if you come back in four years after you've been established, then you, you might be big enough to be in our agents,
0: which yeah, makes a lot of sense. Cause Oh, Oh yeah. Yo, go get more famous. Then you'll drop right. whatever agent you have and come back to me. Yeah. Yo, fuck you.
2: It's, but, and that it's a weird mentality. It's this weird yeah. catch 22 though. They only want the thing that they didn't find. And, yeah. Uh, so that was not demoralizing. And then I, um, was with AKA, uh, commercials, uh, which I was, had been with and I started, and I thought, well, I'll just, I literally thought to myself, I will be the greatest commercial actor of all time. And I just, and I, cause I couldn't get, I couldn't get parts or auditions for anything else. Mm-hmm. So then, um, so I just started doing commercials. And then and the woman, being- uh, this woman from E br- started bringing me in for different things. And, and then the soup audition was just one of like 12 auditions. I had done at E for different, different shows. Hosting jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So people mm -hmm.
1: you were getting, I mean, were people, you were doing acting auditions, but how many of those were hosts? Zero. Most were zero. I mean, that was, so you weren't even thinking about doing never, never, never,
2: never. never. And so, uh, that was just happened to be, and then they were said like, Oh, this might be a talk soup reboot, but we're not Mm -hmm. calling it that. We don't know what it is
0: calling it the soup completely different.
2: Yeah. Well, it was first called the <laughs> What the Awards, and then really? the new president came in and changed it to the Soup.
1: Oh, jeez! This is ancient history now. Uh, did, did you cr- do you remember crushing the audition? Like, how, did you get to a point? Were you at a point where you're like walking in and you're like, "All right, walk out like to the next one." Like, you, that you, was you can't how get it into was. A rhythm, right? Of just like trying to forget about it as soon as you. Well, they
2: said here's some clips and come up with some jokes, and so mm-hmm. that's what I did. And but I didn't walk out of there high fiving the air. Going like boom, looking forward to it. Uh, it took six months because it wasn't, and that wasn't because E was doing a worldwide search. It was mm-hmm. because just things move, were moving slowly, and it wasn't a huge priority. And then they brought me back a month later, and then and then I did it again. And then they were like, then I had a meeting where they said, well, how would you think this show should go? And mm-hmm. um, and we kind of threw around our ideas, and then we put together a five minute pilot presentation which was me on a green screen with like four mm-hmm. clips and that was the whole pilot as opposed to you know community that took two weeks right and uh and then they picked it up then they said oh and how much does it cost nothing great <laughs> we'll put it on and they put mm-hmm. it on friday nights at 10 which at that point in the strange landscape of television before streaming services Man. was a ghost it was a it was a sure it was just nobody there everyone's it was out a graveyard and uh uh and then that's where it's that which was great because i realized i was like oh that was the best place for us to be because sure because if you're going up against there was zero expectations as opposed to like i was on that cbs show last year and they put Mm -hmm. us on after the big bang theory (laughs) and i thought well in success yeah i will be buying a maserati dealership yeah. And in most likely failure, I will be available uh, because almost every show has failed after you know every every sure. show is, has that ha- they hoping it's going to be the next Big Bang It's not worked. But I guess Young Sheldon is working well. Well, well, that, well that and know that I don't know if people yeah. know what I'm talking about. But in, great Indoors was funny. Yeah. Thank you. It was. And you Very were great yeah. in it. Yeah. Well, you have your... You, the cast, I will say, was extraordinarily. It was. Good. And you have Stephen Fry, who is yes. an international
1: yeah. treasure. You're also great with Multicam, oh, and you should be you. on it again.
2: Well, uh, they canceled it, so uh, <laughs> I stepped on to the 9JKL set, and Mark Thorstein... Uh, he uh, chop locked me and was able to drag me <laughs> out of the set because that
1: was where old sets would be. <laughs> At what point in the soup did you did, did you guys know uh, like from the internet or from people telling that somebody come in like I've got the numbers. You guys are the that's oh, the character I do with Gary <laughs> like a kid yeah. who's got a yeah. newspaper. Yeah. Read all about it. Hey, I've got.
2: <laughs> we would get uh, The soup as the bees knees. <laughs> we would we would see. Let me make sure I'm okay. Can, you got uh, like. 10, 15 more minutes. We would see the ratings and we would see the thing before us have no ratings and mm-hmm. then we would have good ratings relatively to that time sure. and then the ratings would get bad again. And then they started putting this us after us so it would just be an hour of the same thing uh, sometimes. And I thought, oh, well, that's a good sign. And then mm-hmm. like Julia Roberts told, I mean, told, told a reporter, she was like, hey, just so you know, I watch The Soup every week and no, I will never appear. Uh, she said like that in the same sentence. I was like, Julia Roberts is watching Uh, Holy shit. And then other people would walk up to like in weird situations where I was like at a golden globes party and odd celebrities would come up and be uh, like, uh, uh, Cameron Diaz was like, watch a show every week. I was like, what? (laughs) And, uh, I don't think she remembers now, but, uh, (laughs) but it would be little things like that. And then it would be odd things where companies would want to start sending me stuff for free. They'd be like, they like to send you shoes. I'm like, okay, like cool companies. Yeah, not like Keds. Like it'd be like Reebok. You mean Keds the coolest company that's ever been for <laughs> shoes? Because how fucking dare you? Is that really? Keds are great. They were they were great. I wore them. Uh, Keds. I, think were I possibly the sexiest shoe. Of, uh when growing in high school, you're like, right. Junior high, I'd be like, there's the Keds. They're not wearing socks. I can see you know the back of their calves and then the Catholic school uniform. <laughs> you're right. They were super hot.
0: <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so I don't get know, but,
2: but just stuff. Uh, Things like you, that would happen. One is. of the ways that I knew it was going well, because uh, I started getting auditions for the shows I could never get auditions for, like for pilots. No mm-hmm. one would, like, you're like, you have two, you, were, you can audition for these two lines for this one pilot. And then all of a sudden it was, uh, uh, can, would you consider reading for the lead of this pilot? And I was like, oh, that's all different now Mm -hmm. and uh i and that walk in
1: the room with more confidence because of that or are you more pressure to like crush because you're like oh shit now i'm getting these opportunities to just go more definitely more pressure because i am a
2: maniac and in a constant state of panic and anxiety and uh ocd where i'm like this will probably be the last job i'll ever get
0: is that why you'd started doing stand-up because you realized you were a maniac and you'd fit right in
2: yes and the money no uh uh i love performing so Mm -hmm. i i crave it it's an affliction really (laughs) it is uh yes because you want it all the time that's why i
1: started doing stand-up was because doing so much theater i was like i need that live fix still where were you doing theater i mean all in seattle high school and then usc and then afterwards a couple plays and then i was like i gotta i don't want to do plays anymore because it's such a big commitment, and, um, and, now and I'm tired of crying in front of 15 people at a small theater in Santa Monica. And uh, now you'd like to- I'm gonna cry on stage there during my act, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to watch that.
2: Yeah, so yeah, and I I, I do it at, it also was a great insurance policy, yeah. mm-hmm. for many different reasons, not j- obviously financially it helps, but uh, it also, I feel like it keeps me uh, younger and out of trouble, and not sitting around just playing Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, you do? Uh, I played Call of Duty last night until mm-hmm. one and that hasn't happened months like, that's awesome. last summer uh, and I was and I st- I got in bed I was like you are a degenerate <laughs> you now are, are you the guy that like
0: are you the guy that gets on the headset and talks crap to people online I don't talk crap no. I, I try to I try to bring people together <laughs> <laughs> through college, through
1: first. Hey, now
0: I just shot you in the head, but that doesn't mean your life is over. You can do great right. things. <laughs> no, I'll be like,
2: "Hey, Shamrock Eddie, four four one. Make yeah. sure you, you got some Germans coming up b- behind you." <laughs> uh, right now, I'm playing the campaign just because I wanted to okay. see the one player a pretty yeah. pretty game they have, and I mm-hmm. have it on pretty hard, and I, I was stuck in a one place for an hour last night and i just had to turn off the tv because mm-hmm. it was one my family had been bed for three hours you realize
0: you had a very important podcast today
2: yeah i oh i was nervous <laughs> and uh, i was like i was wondering if he's gonna have the heat poster up, <laughs> which he does hey uh, man
1: i also this could be the last thing i do so this so. podcast yeah <laughs> before the polish <laughs> these are not therapy chairs no podcast no pool chairs (laughs) i will stab you
2: right here stab your inflatable chairs were you
1: were you more nervous to do this podcast or to meet eric banna and had you met eric banna before and by the way let's just say the guests that you're getting to do bits on the joel McHale show with joel McHale are fucking great they're good kevin Hart, drew barrymore eric banna yeah, uh, Adam Devine, Adam your Devine, friend, yeah. Kristen Bell, Kristen yeah. Bell, Kristen Bell. She's been very nice. Mm-hmm. That Eric Bana bit was brilliant, and to me, was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, this can go viral and become an actual business that somebody makes up."
2: Well, there was like, I not joking, over a hundred thousand demands for those Eric Bana banana uh, bandanas. <laughs> I, so I mean, and we, I think, and so on top of that, <laughs> I was then I was, they're like, "How many do we have?" Mm-hmm. They're like, "We have nine. <laughs> And I was like, how much do they cost? And they were like, $9 a piece. eBay. And I, and I went, so that's the end of the show because this is, <laughs> mm-hmm. we, and then, so now we've just bought a, a few thousand or something on a discount. Good. And we're going to give some away, but uh, wait till you see the Russell Wilson bit this week. What? Yeah. So he came on and mm-hmm. he, we're making fun of Frank Thomas's new Genics commercials. Wait a minute. <laughs> I,
1: I just saw that uh maybe it was last night and was just like i i mean i can't is he the only athlete that is doing a supplement commercial no i mean like like that it's very odd uh it's wonderfully i was surprised but i was like but also it's like i don't know frank thomas so why am i surprised yeah like like, frank could have always been doing this just no ad company wanted to back him he could have yeah. been stepping up to the plate being like, I love taking dick pills. And everyone's like, what? He's like, someday this will pay off. you know. Is that how he talks? <laughs> no, <laughs> that that's my Angela Lansbury. But Frank Thomas. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, hello. There it
2: is. <laughs> <laughs> I played for the White Sox. That's good, Frank
0: Thomas.
1: Thank you so much.
2: No, th- th- those commercials <laughs> are very
1: huge for me. It's yeah. <laughs> a disadvantage. <laughs> um, Wait, you make fun of that commercial with Russ? Yes. He awesome. plays Frank Thomas. Oh my and, God. So uh, does he
0: just randomly walk up to strange women? <laughs> you'll see. Who, who is go that, like,
2: Frank hey, no, is that Frank Thomas? No, strange women the, walk up to him. In the actual commercial. The commercial's like, unbelievable because yes. he's
1: leaning, he's posing on a machine, right? And he's just yeah. like waiting for people to recognize him. And
2: they say it over and over where yeah. they go, Frank, you look right. And he goes, I am feeling stronger and leaner, which is. <laughs> <laughs> strange thing to say
0: and then goes how and, long have you been doing this frank thomas yeah well hey, well i got this uh eugenics pill and uh, i think you should give it to your husband you'll be you'll be glad yeah, yeah doesn't yeah, he does make that some weird sort of
1: baseball sex pun doesn't he do there like, it's weird he's like yeah. you'll be stepping up to the plate like, and ready to swing at any pitch your, your husband will be hitting home Sabrina, runs you're know. in your your dick and a
2: vagina <laughs> uh oh okay yeah but with russell you'll see that obvious. uh how did that happen? We begin to the world begins to fall apart because we're all taking too many supplements. <laughs> oh my god. And, is he is he like
1: a funny athlete? He seems like he's game for whatever. He
2: was game for whatever. It was awesome. great. He reviewed the bit and he was like great. How did that even happen? Cuz he's got a We be... reached out to
1: him. Awesome.
0: Now, is that is that kind of like where you're in a situation where you almost get to be in charge of your own fantasy camp where you're just like I would I would like Russell Wilson to be on my show.
1: Oh,
2: I have made requests for people that I would love to be on the show. Mhm. Uh, I would love to get Joan Cusack on the show because I've been a fan of Joan Cusack for a long <laughs> For real? Life. Yes, that's I a great love call. it.
1: What's your favorite Joan Cusack moment or movie?
2: Uh, I mean, I, there's, yeah, there's too many. Uh, I mean, she won the Oscar for Working Girl. Mm-hmm. Remember that, guys? Yes, uh, Big movie. I just, I mean, she was really funny and gross point blank Yep, as she played and she burned the office down. I mean, I, I, there's nothing she's done that, that I was, you're ever, I mean, she, it's good for everything. She's like Alison Janney that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, in that she just, every time she steps on screen, you're like, ah, oh, I feel good. <laughs> I'm going to be taken care of and mm-hmm. this is going to be fun. So it'd be great to get her. Uh, anybody from Monty Python I'll, I'll have on. Yeah. For, big comedy influence yeah. for you? No. 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 Just to be great. Huge comedy influence for me <laughs> yes i would i would love to get like eddie murphy on would be great if he would come on i don't think he will you reach out though right you, yeah you try yeah Why yeah, not? yeah. I, I was like so you get taylor swift again <laughs> see what happens uh but you know and also but we're like oh gabriel glacius is coming on awesome yeah so because he is possibly the most popular comedian in the world right now yeah i mean that's yeah. crazy how many staples center shows he did two, Jeez.
0: which is just madness. He's he's um, I'm doing the K-Rock April Foolishness show with him on Saturday. He's doing his set at 8 o'clock, hard out at 8.25. He rushes to a plane, flies to Vegas, and then does Vegas at 10 o'clock. He did
1: that a couple years ago. Yeah. He, what I don't, he's,
0: do, he's doing it again. Jesus. But who's going on after him? Uh, Jeff Garland.
1: He's going on oh. early. Yeah.
2: Well, that'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeff will be able to obviously hold his own, but that but yeah he's a crazy amount of energy and like well and he's adored so yeah. uh mm-hmm. it, yeah we're also having this guy named gad who's french who's, oh he yeah he's he, uh, he has a special yeah um, he's good say it gadom um, gadom gad no, French gad Fr- gad, gad-, gad- french man <laughs> his last name is like lm um, lmu yeah <laughs> He's Loyola <laughs> Paramount <laughs> University, named after a college. He's coming on, and and we know that he's this massive star that he can't walk down the streets of Paris without people running up to him and bursting out crying. So, Holy wow. shit! Yeah, and uh, we uh, we always kind of go, yes, it's great to have a celebrity, but we need celebrities that can deliver. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and we want the bits
0: to be funny. I think Bill Nye is going to come on. Which is, yes, and uh, that's going to be a little bit of a reunion. Didn't you do an episode of? Still not a science guy. Well, he was on Almost Live in Seattle. Really?
2: That's where he got his start. Wow, I did not know that. So I've known him since nineteen. Boy, <laughs> it's like ninety four was when I first met him. Wow,
1: probably I mean, probably one of the smartest dudes walking the planet. Yeah,
2: he is not dumb. Yeah, he will never be accused of that. <laughs> Controversial statement yeah. from Joe. Like he's, really, yeah. he's really smart, but he does the thing. He does it. He has the rare gift of being able to make everything seem understandable. Mm-hmm. So he can take huge months bunches of uh pretty difficult information to break down, and he can make it pretty simple. Yeah, he Which just is uses what I way. need. That's how Stephen Fry is. He can oh, break. Really? Yeah, he will. He'll tell you. He'll look at this cup and tell you exactly how this plastic came to be and what it's doing right now, and when it will break down, and why they designed it the way he, it did. And, you, and then he will go into the chemical structure of the plastic, Jeez. and then you'll go you need to stop.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you intimidated by being around people that much smarter than you? No, you want as yeah. many smart people around you as possible mm-hmm. because Soak it, it
2: protects you from <laughs> the dumb people. Uh, no, yeah, I, I guess it's better than, than I, the alternative. I make sure all my friends mm. are smarter than me. Mm. That's why I'm not that friends <laughs> with you guys. Makes <laughs> sense. It's uh, actually a good move on your see, part. See,
1: When you did the White House Correspondence Center, did you make sure you had writers uh, that had been with you for yeah, a while? Yeah, it was...
2: The head writers of uh, the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale mm-hmm. dropping Sunday mornings at 12.05 a.m. Might as well be Saturday <laughs> night. And, uh, and KP Anderson, who was the head writer of The Soup forever. Yep. And now he's the executive producer. So yep. um, that We're was kind of the cabal. And then we took joke submissions. And then... Uh-huh. From all Frank sorts Thomas? Of, yeah, Frank Thomas. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <and> Nomar Garcia Parra. <laughs> uh,
0: Fred Siller. McGriff. Fred McGriff was there. Boggs. Crime Dogs. Uh, Crime Dogs got great jokes. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Gaylord Perry. Mm-hmm. Old, uh, <laughs> 80s baseball stars. A
1: yeah, lot. S- surprisingly great with, uh, political yeah. humor. Um,
0: now, how. No, who'd you really take yeah. submissions from?
2: I don't. I, there was a bunch of writers that we. Okay. Took cool. them from. And
0: then how terrifying. Uh, I had a couple of them. That?
2: A lot of them were soup writers. Yeah. Uh, some were a, uh, there was a, um, conan writer who contributed but it uh but ultimately i mean it really just came down to us Mm -hmm. me and those three guys doing it me performing it over and over to them to them and tweaking it because we had the set pretty much set over a week in advance we all we we really narrowed i mean we were writing for months but we were narrowed it down and we're just making – to the point where we were kind of like, everybody's going to have a Game of Thrones joke. Everyone's going to have an Orange is the New Black joke. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we knew Obama was going to probably do that just because they were popular shows. Yes. And a Malaysian mm-hmm. – airline joke about because that was the year the airline oh wow. that, that plane it disappeared oh shit. disappeared but it was more yeah. about how the coverage was crazy yeah, yeah. and it was the only thing anyone talked about so um we so so i would i sat there and listened to obama and then would rip jokes out and throw them away because wow. i was like all right orange he got that one he did the game of thrones joke at the malaysian airline and so i kept my Editing malaysian airline fly. yeah
1: mm-hmm. Do you also want to write in a, uh, a week in advance of everything set so you can have a base in case something does happen like that week that you can like add in? For for the uh, new show? Or no, for what the set. So when you're like having your the set you said Oh, was, for that. So yeah. so I was how you meant other sets. Uh,
2: we were we what just watched the news every day to see if anything would change. We wanted to have something incredibly fresh that yeah. day but nothing really came up. So we just we the theme was that I mean the ending theme we wanted to kind of hit a bunch of, have rapid fire jokes of that America is doing so well, the things that we get upset about are not as bad as what other countries get upset about. Like, spoil, like in like in Afghanistan mm-hmm. we said something like you know in America we get worried that someone's going to spoil the Game of Thrones episode or in his Afghanistan you'd be like oh did you hear about uh, what's his name he got hit by a drone spoiler alert and uh, <laughs> don't and you're like don't tell me who the drone killed in the village that day. And Obama didn't like that one. Uh, but, uh, but our our whole thing was like, let's make fun of everybody. Let's yeah. not choose a side. Let's just go after everybody's. Mm-hmm. Th- everyb- and, everyone.
0: How, and how was your overall experience there? Like uh, meeting Obama? And oh,
2: it was just, crazy. It was yeah. great. I loved it. I got to have dinner with the first lady. I sat next to her the whole time. What'd we, you
1: talk about?
2: We talked a lot about pop culture, but we mm-hmm. talked about like, but we just shot the shit easy to talk to yeah she Just... was great and obama he's he was really nice he is incredibly competitive so he wanted to win that joke thing and that's why he was so good at it that's and awesome. there has yeah. never been a president as funny as him uh in modern day i can't i don't know uh clinton kind of threw out a bit mm-hmm. and then of course george bush was Unintentionally. blindside yeah. <laughs> by colbert now probably the most famous right. uh, one but uh but I, it was ultimately the most fun thing I've done in. in I mean, it was super no fun,
1: just because of the whole everything the whole leading up thing, to it and yeah. like the dinner. Yeah, it <laughs> was.
2: I mean, yes. There's other. I mean, I've done like being on Community was one of the most fun things I ever did. uh, uh But that was sort of lasered, you know, very concentrated time where the pressure was. I've never, I've never been nervous since. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, the only time I'll be more nervous is if a plane is going down or I don't know. I'm I get wrapped around a tree in my car and fuels leaking out. And then mm-hmm. there's a I don't know. I, I don't
1: know what would make me yeah. more nervous. And then Brad jumps out of it and goes, hey, my my house. You know? Right. So, um,
0: yeah, don't take out my tree. Joe.
2: This is my tree. <laughs> my bar mitzvah tree.
0: It's a callback. anyway Anyway, wait why was four minutes five more minutes yeah five more minutes
1: yeah but i got you. uh why was community uh up up there oh well for obvious reasons obviously being on a hit show uh following the office Mm -hmm. seems like the fucking dream with a with a killer cast yeah
2: no uh, we knew the scripts were fantastic i mean each script we got from dan not the fourth season where dan was gone but mm -hmm. uh but each script was it was dynamite and uh the only the hours were always insane because we were making a movie every week. But I knew every day when I was like, "There is, it's so difficult to get this level of writing every week." Yeah, there's. Yeah. I was like, "This will be. If this ever happens to me again, it will be lightning striking twice in the same spot." Uh, on and this, to have on, it on Brad's tree, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, so I was. <laughs> I, I, I thank you know. I was like, "Thank you, God, yeah. every day for these great scripts." Yes, there was insanity on set sometimes, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, every job situation is going to have issues. Yeah, sure. Uh, with that many people working together in high stress situations. Yeah, and but we were try- we were pulling off something that was trying very hard to to make something different, and I think it happened. And, and to have
1: that many characters and have it that evenly spaced out, like with dialogue and like joke. Like it was, br- yeah. you know Like I haven't seen a show do that in a since. Really,
2: it was. It was really. I, I believe me. I would. Yeah. Dan. Dan and. Dan was the best writer. I mean, for, for for making a show like that, it's the best writer I ever worked with.
0: Yeah, and the proof is just looking at what that cast has done since. Like, pretty much everyone has gone on between Donald and Allison and yourself. Like, every, every everyone's moving on to doing.
2: Yeah, everyone's even working. more
0: amazing things.
2: Uh, everyone, everyone is working, and uh, thank God. Uh, mm-hmm. Donald's though his career is bombed.
0: Uh, do, <laughs> does he does he take your text anymore?
2: um he'll take every ninth text <laughs> so the ninth one usually it's an emergency text yeah. i'll be like nine one one, donald come help me i'm trapped i'm trapped in the la river and then he'll usually show up to help. <laughs> and i'd be like no i've got a script i'd
1: like to pick you up <laughs> uh can we thank you so much for doing this by the way thank You're you how long yeah. did we do uh, about hour 15 which is about what average yeah, uh, yeah. We usually uh, an hour. I mean, we, okay, we we'd do two hours with you if you have uh, to no, make like a hit show. I, I, you—that's too long, by the way. That's too long. Yeah, and people hours get, to me is 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 you people know. get bored. I want to make sure I'm not in trouble. You good? Okay. Can we end with a, um, uh, uh, a song? All right, ladies. <laughs> you don't have to sing. I'm going to ask you just some rapid fire questions. So you can just respond to. I, just, I didn't realize what a high class. <laughs>
0: production this is oh, yeah we do do you own. have
2: the rights to this
1: song
0: uh, it's it's karaoke it, version it closely. can go for 15 more seconds and then we have to pick and
2: for it. rapid fire questions <laughs> right. this
0: is what everyone looks forward to in the podcast absolutely we don't Mark do Maron does
1: a lot of rapid
2: fire yeah
1: Mark Maron was here and parked in a uh, handicap <laughs> close a uh, driveway, a got, driveway his got his car towed.
2: yeah he must have
1: not been happy <laughs> and we got to see authentic angry Maron It's bad Yeah What was he doing Parking in the driveway uh, All right. Uh, Favorite sports stadium Pass (laughs) Ellen or Oprah (laughs) Ellen or Oprah Yeah Safe go field Boobs or boobies Boobs (laughs) Handshake or high five Come on Handshake Even though you were part Of the high five And white guys Yeah
2: No I I retired that hand (laughs) Alright I don't I hate fist bumping You do I hate it Why This is dumb it seems like something Carson Daly would do. He, what's why bring Carson Daly into this? He's a very nice man. He
1: is, and he made a lot of things popular through TRL. And I feel like the fist bump was one of them. I feel like this is just a theory that you're making up. <laughs> can I have Carson Daly's number? Yes. Uh, beanie or hat?
2: Uh, beanie or hat depends on the weather. All right, you don't have to be a dick about it. Flyer dri- if I want. Flyer
0: drive.
2: <laughs> Flyer drive. Yeah. Ooh. Driven to the airport.
0: Oh, he's classy.
2: I like that. Yeah. Onto the air, you know, right onto the tarmac. This is great. Chicken or steak?
1: Rapid fire steak.
2: (laughs) But chicken, don't overcook chicken, which everybody does. That's when it gets ruined. Is that a dig at Wolfgang Puck? No. All right. That was the next question. A dig at your mom's cooking, (laughs) which will be happening tonight for their wedding reception. I'm so happy they're back. That together.
1: was the last question. Are they getting back together? <laughs> there you go. Thanksgiving or Christmas?
2: Uh, Christmas.
1: Griffey or Russell Wilson?
2: Uh, Russell Wilson only because he's playing right now. <laughs> yeah. And, and on, we and need him the, desperately. We do. And on the Joel McHale show. Griffey, though, McHale. he really needs to be a, a play-by-play guy because he is
1: remarkably funny. He is? hmm That's good to know. Uh, would you rather fight a kangaroo or a bear? I'd hire someone to fight both of them, <laughs> great. answer. uh, Clarissa explains it all or Hannah Montana. I don't know what the first thing was. So, Hannah Montana. Hey, it was basically a Nickelodeon or Disney question. Oh. Well, uh, n- neither. Yeah. I'm too old. Great. Good answer. Favorite <laughs> yeah. favorite thing your kids said in the last year. Uh, what up, bitch? <laughs> that works. And yeah, uh, advice for young comics. Uh, you like stand-up comics, mm-hmm. or yeah, uh, keep keep
2: at it. <laughs> don't wear sport coats on stage.
1: <laughs> That's actually sound advice. Yeah,
2: don't wear sport coats. And you're just, making
1: it weird. Are you are you at an office? Uh, at an office, wearing a sport coat? No. Yeah.
2: No, just but don't go on stage with a sport coat. Great. Uh, but you, uh, young comics, just do it. You got to do it like six thousand times before you know you're good or not. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, something like that. 10,000 10, hours theory.
2: Yeah, is that a theory?
0: Yeah, that, you, that once you do something for ten thousand hours, then then you're good at it, or or you suck or super failure. Yeah, I've really heard the bad. Frank Thomas theory, which is ten thousand
1: pills. <laughs>
2: right, and then stronger and leaner. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joel. And your dick's great. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having Every me. Every Sunday, Joel McHale. This Show is a perfect ending because I have to urinate. Bye. Right here. <laughs> no. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> Such relief. Yeah, gonna... Show!
1: Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray.